Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners designed to get us into God's Word every day for, oh, about 13 minutes or so. But even that short period of time, that's important for us because it keeps us in God's Word, and faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So as we get into God's Word, even for a short time every day, it helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith. But it also helps keep us connected with God, and it helps us to maintain a more positive spiritual mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their lives, don't you? Probably some within your own family need a change of focus, a change of direction. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing every day with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help turn somebody's life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing these short studies today. We're coming toward the end of our study in this line of thought and study, talking about faith. And particularly, we're talking about how strong is your faith? Four times Jesus used that statement of rebuke and correction and instruction, oh, you of little faith. Well, here's our question. How much faith is still too little faith? Interesting question, isn't it? He was talking to people most of the time in making that statement. Three of the times he was actually saying that to either one or all of his apostles. Another time he was talking to a whole multitude of people who had come to hear him teach on that occasion that we call the Sermon on the Mount. So these four occasions, he was saying, oh, you of little faith. Now, that was not a statement of washing his hands and saying, I've got no more time for you. I don't want to have anything else to do with you. <laughs> no. First, it was a statement of rebuke. But it was also a statement of correction and instruction. You need to pay attention to your faith. Your faith is not what it ought to be. So how much faith is still too little faith? Well, doubting is one of the biggest hindrances, probably, in the lives of a great many people in prohibiting them from becoming a Christian. They doubt that they can live the life. Well, Jesus said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. So that is a life that demonstrates our faith through our faithfulness every day of our lives, for the rest of our lives. Now, would Jesus ask you to do something that is impossible for you to do with his help and with God's help? Of course not. So that answers the question, can you live the faithful life? Yes, if you make that commitment. And if you stay focused on your Lord and on your Father, your Heavenly Father. 
Jesus encourages us that you can live that life of faithfulness. The scriptures encourage us that we can live that life of faithfulness on a consistent basis. Now look at those four times that Jesus uttered those words, O you of little faith. We saw the first one was in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 30, and he was talking about anxiety or worry. And worry can keep a lot of people ineffective in their faithfulness. I don't see how I can do it. I don't, I, I, you know, I, what's going to happen if something doesn't change? What if I lose my job? Or what if I can't find another job? Or, or what if I don't have the money to buy groceries? Or I don't have the money to, to buy new clothes for my children? They're outgrowing their clothes continually. What if I don't have enough money to put food on the table? What if I don't have enough money or, or whatever it is that we're worrying about? And Jesus said, do not worry. Matthew chapter 6, verses 33 and 34. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about its own matters. We need to take Jesus' words to heart. The second time he said that was in connection with fear. He was in a boat with the apostles. They're going across the sea. He, probably somewhere down in the inner chambers, he fell asleep, took a nap. A storm arose. The wind was tempestuous. The waves were lapping over the boat. And even though a number of the apostles were professional fishermen, and undoubtedly had dealt with such situations many times, apparently this was an extra difficult and severe storm. And so the waves were lapping over the boat and they were having a hard time keeping the water bailed out and the boat was in danger of sinking. And so they woke up Jesus and said, we're perishing. And Jesus looked at them and said, Why do you fear, O you of little faith? And then he rebuked the winds and the waves, and it all calmed down. And they were marveling that he had such power to calm the storm. Now, was it a lesson on Jesus has power over the natural elements in our atmosphere and, in on, and on this earth? Well, that was simply... I think we should understand an illustration of the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sure, he has the power to calm the storms, the physical storms, but he also has the power to calm all of the storms of life that you experience. Difficulties, challenges, sickness, injury, loss of loved ones, loss of job, financial challenges. And the list could go on and on and on. Jesus has the power to see you through. To see you through. Now, the next one. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. And incidentally, in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, the Apostle Paul said, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 12 and verse 
32. Do not fear, little flock, for it, is in, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. We need to trust God and not let fear cause us to weaken in our faith to the point that we have too little faith. Doubt. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 31. And who has not heard this particular story? Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse, uh, well, let's look back a few verses. Verse 26, when the disciples saw him, let's go back a little bit bit earlier to uh, verse 24. The boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, this is a different setting, a different occasion than we read about earlier in Mark chapter, or in Matthew chapter uh, 8, about the boat about to sink with Jesus asleep. Jesus is not even on the boat in this case. The boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. See, he was not with the apostles on this particular occasion in the boat. But during that storm, he's walking across the water toward them in that boat. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. Now there he's trying to encourage them to put fear out of their minds again. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, as long as Peter kept his focus on the Lord, he was walking across the water to the Lord. But when he got distracted by the storm all around him, then he began to sink into the water. Then he cried out for Jesus to save him, and Jesus reached down and saved him. But he said, Why did you doubt, O you of little faith? Doubt can cripple us in our faith. Doubt can cripple us in just about any area of our life, really, if we let that doubt to prevail and weaken us to that extent. In Matthew chapter 21, beginning with verse 21, Notice, Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. But now, if you're praying to God, doubting all the time that he is going to answer your prayer in a positive way, then just pray, pray a different prayer. Pray to God for forgiveness first, for doubting, and then pray to him also for strength of faith. 
James wrote in James, in James chapter uh, 1, beginning with verse 6, let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Why is he double-minded? Why is he unstable in his ways? Because he has let doubt rob him of his faithfulness. Why did you doubt, O you of little faith? If Peter had just kept his eyes on the Lord, kept walking to him, then that storm would have had no severe impact upon him. But when he took his eyes off the Lord and got all caught up in the storm around him, he began to sink in the water. Don't let doubt rob you of your faithfulness. Don't let doubt weaken you in your faith. Trust God. Trust Jesus to see you through. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for promising us to be with us always, as long as we are walking with you. Thank you for promising us that you will never let the devil throw any temptation at us that is so overwhelming that we cannot say no to it with your help and your strength. Help us to trust you, Father, in whatever, through whatever the needs might be in our lives. Help us to stay faithful and to not be weak in our faith, but help us to maintain strong faith and abiding faith, we pray, and to be examples to people all around us who also need to come to you in faith. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.